we ever ready? We are never ready. Never, ever, ever. That reminds me of Oven and the Chipmunks. <laughs> Welcome to Thunder Noodle. Woogly 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 woo. We're back, bitches. And we were so responsible. Mm-hmm. So responsible. Mm-mm. We were not. Mm-mm. We were not. We attempted, guys, <laughs> attempted <laughs> is the right word, to do research together because we had this fantastic idea for this one case we wanted to do that has a big twist. Yeah. So the whole idea is that myself does the first half and then B comes with a twisty-wisty. So we decided to do research together, but we ended up white girl wasted. Yeah. The champagne, it flowed. Yeah. But, so now we're here, caseless. Hanging. Hanging. Yeah. (laughs) But. But we had fun. We had fun. We had so much fun. And my daddy always tells me it's all about having fun. It's a very responsible thing to say to a kid. Thank you. Glad that that is the one thing you took. (laughs) Yeah, sure. (laughs) (laughs) Let's go with that. So we decided that we are going to freeball this shit. Mm-hmm. We go in commando. Love it. Yeah. So, 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 so. Just getting all the so's out. Yes. We basically went and did a quick, well, not a quick. It took us basically like two hours mm. to find interesting cases that we have not heard of, that we are basically... We put it together in like five minutes. Mm -hmm. So we are completely unprepared. Mm -hmm. We are hearing all this shit for the first time. Mm -hmm. So we are discovering this with you. Together. We're all going to be shocked today. Yes. All of us. Mm -hmm. So please bear with the confusion. But we're getting a participation badge. We here. We showed up. We showed up. Hanging. And we still look fly as fuck. Yeah. Hanging on a moment with you. Isn't that a song? Mm -hmm. That is a song, right? I can't tell you which song it is, though. I'm on the edge of glory. Oh, it's Miss Gong Gong. Yeah, girl. It took me a second, but we got there. Oh, I love Lady Gaga. Same. She is my god. She can sit on my face. Yeah, Yeah, I agree. So today, I'm going to be butchering some names and some words, but it's because my eyes cannot open fully. (laughs) <laughs> and I'm going to be slurring a bit. Are we still drunk? No. Oh. No, no, my headache is saying I'm not. <laughs> Girl, I get it. We should. No, we attempted to do a podcast buzzed once and that did not go well. No, 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 no. no. Did not, not. To be fair, when S walked into the studio today, I was lying on the floor. Yeah. Dying. On the cold tiles. Rockstar lifestyle. Fucking YOLO. (laughs) (laughs) Just YOLOing everything these days. Cry, die, leave. Yes. Cry, die, hate. Live, laugh, leave. Bye, bitch. So let's get into it. It is mini sewed Monday. It's or. I don't know if it's going to be a sewed. I don't know. We don't know. We We don't know what we're getting ourselves into. We know as much as you guys do. But this is very interesting. Okay. Because the article and the stuff I found... Led me to a different one and a different one, and it, as it usually does. You know, rabbit hole. But there's a twist. 
It wasn't a rabbit hole of the same killer. Oh. But we might find some something something. Oh, girl, you're getting me all invested. Yeah, I'm invested and I don't even know what about. (laughs) (laughs) I get it. I feel like that's my whole life. (laughs) Except I'm not very invested. In life? Yeah. Mm. I'm just disappointed. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So today, we are doing the Fosar, Fosarville serial killer. The Fossaville serial killer is an unidentified serial killer who murdered 13 women between 1999 and 2003 in Newlands West in an area near Durban, South Africa. So we have a serial killer running around our streets that we do not know whom, whose, theys, it's, we, we knows nothing. We knows what I am about to tell you. I am ready. My ears are open. Hmm. He has some other names. He, she, we don't know. Has some other names. The Newlands serial killer or mm. Durban's killing fields. That would make such a good documentary. Okay. Mm-hmm. I love how you stared blankly at the wall when you said that. Yes. <laughs> now, let's get into it. I am ready. In March of 2002, the skeletal remains of a woman were found in a secluded area in Newlands West, an area near the city of Durban, South Africa. No more victims were discovered until 2003, when locals burned an overgrown field to make room for housing. In August of 2003, police found a body of a woman aged between 20 to 30. Police searched the area for evidence and discovered four more bodies. Three of the victims were skeletonized. The other victim was partially decomposed. All of the women were half-dressed, face down, and had a plastic bag around their heads. Mm. Their hands were also bound behind their backs. Two days later, two more bodies were found by the police nearby. Two weeks later, on August 23, 2003, people stumbled upon a body of another woman not far from where the previous six were found. The following day police discovered the remains of three more women. One of the victims was in an advanced stage of decomposition. A few days later, on August 27th, the authorities found another victim while conducting a canine search of the area. Canine is the the, the wolfies, the doggos, the little... (laughs) My daughter loves it when I do that. (laughs) so cute. (laughs) It's It's a... Unappreciated talent I have. Oh. I sniff like a dog. Okay. Okay. I look like cat. Okay. Meow. The victims were found in Forsaville, an area just outside of Durban in the Newlands West. All of the victims were strangled to death, half-dressed, and had their hands bound behind their backs. It's believed that the victims were murdered where they were discovered as opposed to being dumped there post-mortem. Okay. Now we get into the three paragraphs that are the investigation. Okay. The perpetrator is believed to be intelligent, charismatic and appears trustworthy to his victims. Some have theorized that he lures his victims to a secluded place by promising them employment. Due to the victims being heavily decomposed, 
they cannot be identified. Oh, fuck. Locals informed the authorities of missing relatives, but it was futile. In 2006, a composite sketch was made of each victim, but that also did not help to identify the woman. There is a possibility that this serial killer could also be another otherwisely named unidentified serial killer mm. who murdered 13 women in the Greenwood Park area from 1999 to 2001. What? Some say that this is not true and that he just died. However, mm. it would be difficult to identify the serial killer or killers because the investigators never recovered his DNA. So now that you know that, who is this other serial killer? And what do we know about him? Tell me everything. Let me tell you. In 2001, an article in the IOL stated, Riverman serial killer strikes again. So he is known as the Riverman. Investigators are working around the clock in an attempt to track down Durban's serial killer, whose latest victim was discovered on the banks of the Umglangeni River in Greenwood Park on Tuesday. This is now 2001, eh? The killer, who has been dubbed Riverman by the police, was being, has been preying on women in the Greenwood Park area since 1999 and has so far killed at least 13 women, all of whom have yet to be identified. Police representative said the latest victim has was a woman in her late 30s. Her body was found by a group of people who were cutting sugar canes in the nearby fields. She was naked and there was no clothes in the vicinity. The cause of death is unknown at this stage, but a post-mortem conducted will be conducted to, to determine how she was killed and whether she had been raped. It is believed the woman was murdered on Monday night and her body dumped near the river, river either late on Monday or early on Tuesday. Police investigators are being intensified as the discovery of bodies has become more frequent. A project team has been set up to head the investigation. All the killer's victims have been women between the ages of 25 and 40. Most were strangled to death with an item of their clothing. Their bodies have been found in the river, in secluded areas on the banks of the river, within a one-kilometer radius of the river. The discovery comes just a week after the body of another victim was discovered by a man taking a shortcut through the burnt sugarcane fields near the river. The woman had suffered a deep wound in her head and she was naked. Some of her clothes were found under her body and were covered in blood. None of the victims have been identified and all, save for the last victims, have been buried in the pauper's graves. The killer appears to have begun in, the March, in March of 1999 when the first body was discovered. From January to April last year, 2000, five bodies were discovered and in January of 2001 another body was found. In May two more bodies were found. Initially, it was believed that the killings could be linked to another serial killer who preyed on women along the N1 near Peter Maritzburg, but it has since been ruled out as the modus operandi of the killers are different. Police have made an urgent appeal to people, particularly women, to be vigilant in the area. And this is linked to another serial killer. We have like a hundred bodies at this point. So you know how 
they said that the people were walking through the sugar canes. Mm. A man is believed to be the sugar cane killer and possibly the river man. And he was arrested in the Eastern Cape on Sunday in 2013, the 23rd of July. So here is another one linked to this. Police believe they believe they might have nabbed the Riverman, one of South Africa's most elusive and notorious serial killers. 36-year-old KwaZulu Natal man dubbed the Sugar Cane Killer has already been positively linked since his arrest on Sunday to the murders of three women, but the number of his victims could be much higher. Investigators believe it is a startling similarity between the MO of the sugar cane killer and the Riverman killer. And this is linked to 26 unsolved murders. Dozens of cell phone SIM cards belonging to various women along with four suspected victim cell phones were found in the 36-year-old suspect's possession during his arrest in the Eastern Cape Resort of St. Francis Bay on Sunday. His alleged victims include Hillcrest domestic workers and a teacher who was partially burned. Central to the police's investigation is a woman linked to the suspect. It is though it is through the woman who was arrested two months ago in connection with the killings that detectives were able to track down the unemployed suspect to a relative's home in St. Francis Bay. The suspect, who cannot be named until he appears in court, has been on the run since the woman's arrest. The duo, said to have lived opposite the Tonghart police station, are believed to have had befriended their alleged victims through Facebook and BBM messaging yes, services. Yes, do you remember the time of the BBM? Can I get your pin? <laughs> my BBM pin. Yeah, and then I'm going to ping you. Yes, if you don't answer me. Yes, that was my favorite thing about it. Bruh, when WhatsApp came out... For the first year, everybody would reply, you would type, type bing. <laughs> I thought that was so stupid. But it it was, was so funny. That transition period was hilarious. After offering the victims employment, the two would arrange a meeting, then allegedly kidnap the women and take them to the sugar cane fields around Tonghot. The women have allegedly been bound, gagged, raped, strangled and robbed. It is thought the suspect who yesterday pointed out several crime scenes is behind the killings of at least seven women. The modus operandi, the MO, is believed to be what is driving police to expand their investigation to similar murders dating back to 1999. Mm. Between 1999 and 2003, the infamous Riverman serial killer operated in the North Coast, leaving his victims floating. In the Umgeni River. If the suspect is positively connected to these murders, along with more recent killings, it would make him one of South Africa's most prolific serial killers. Detectives are investigating whether the river man evaded arrest for the murders because he was jailed for another crime, or maybe he has died. A Durban detective said the sugarcane killer suspect was recently released from prison after serving time for robberies committed in the North Coast. His release earlier this year coincided with the timing of the sugarcane killer crimes. A Gauteng detective with knowledge of the Riverman investigation said it was strongly suspected that the sugarcane killer 
was the river man. It's a long time ago, but there are certain things that point to this. We cannot elaborate, as this will form part of a larger, more intricate investigation. Mm. But if the Riverman was not imprisoned, there would have been a lot more bodies between now and 2000. Mm. The lack of bodies specifically in the surrounding area for such a long time maybe explains why he just seemed to have disappeared. The Riverman was so incredibly clever, operating with no clear signature, constantly changing his MO to remain ahead of the police. KZN police police spokesperson confirmed that detectives were investigating more than three killings to link to the suspect. Central to the investigation is the woman we arrested two months ago. She is his accomplice and her role appears to have been created an element of trust between the suspect and his victims. Mdunga declined to elaborate further on the woman or her name for fear of jeopardizing the investigation. She has been charged as an accomplice to murder, rape, robbery, and at least three different killings. The number of charges could be increased, though. Police are awaiting the result of forensic analysis to determine whether more charges could be laid against the two. Despite the advanced stage of decomposing of the victims' bodies, we were fortunately able to retrieve some evidence. But they weren't willing to elaborate on the Riverman link. And exactly what it is mm. that linked Mr. Sugarcane mm. to Mr. Riverman. The case is sensitive. For now, the focus is on these cases. We are waiting the outcome of the preliminary investigation and do not want to comment for the fear of jeopardizing our case. And then he was to appear in court. Now, he has apparently confessed. <sighs> but he has not confessed to being the river man. Just to being the sugar cane. Mm-hmm. It's a little bit suspicious. Yes. So he is only charged with three counts of murder. We need to do some more digging. This case will definitely need a part two. Need a part two. This little mini hey, this is still a mini sode this little mini sode so that is the information that i could get quickly mm. on this i just thought it was crazy interesting i just don't understand how someone who can kill that many people how if it is the same person hypothetically speaking how can you get away with killing that many people but it's funny because the the fosaville serial killer fosaville I made that, or I came across that case first. Mm. And then it is said that it can be linked to the Riverman. Mm -hmm. But I don't find any articles. So, Forsyville Killer is linked to Riverman. Sugarcane Killers is linked to Riverman. But the other two are not linked. But Sugarcane and Forsyville aren't mentioned together. Mm. That is weird. So, now my brain is going, hmm. Hmm. Did, did nobody else pick this up? Was there somebody, was it, obviously if they don't know who the river man is and they didn't have any DNA evidence, they couldn't have excluded that Forsavel mm. and river man cannot be connected. Yeah. But they are connecting sugarcane to river man. So are the connections, do those connections coincide with Forsavel mm. or does it not? Does it just connect to Riverman? And also, 
is it the same person or is it someone just pretending to do well not pretending but doing the same things in the same way in the same area to almost cover themselves and kind of be like hey maybe it's that person so eyes aren't on me yeah do you know what i'm trying to say yeah i don't know don't know that's spooky that is spooky because i mean it's not we don't even know if this man's dead or alive yeah fingers crossed and if you only get charged with three murders, what are the odds of you serving that sentence concurrently? As we've, oh, fuck. I just hit myself in the titty. <laughs> as, as we've learned, the chances are very high. Yeah, and he's quite young. He was yeah. 36 in 2013. You see. So that means, say for instance, he now got 25 years mm. and he could be paroled after, what, between 15 and 20 years. Yeah. Then he's not even going to be 60 yet. So, obviously, he will not be motivated Mm. to talk about anything else that he has done. Mm. Because what's the point? Yeah. And South Africa doesn't have that thing, I almost want to say, where we do sensationalize murders. We do. I get that. Our media does. But say, for instance, you take a look at America and the way their serial killers are seen. Mm. They are... I don't want to say iconic, but that is the only way. Everybody knows who Dharma is. Everybody knows John Wayne Gacy. Everybody knows Manson. You know, it's a... And some of these killers seek out that infamousness. Mm. Infamity? Is Mm. that the right word? I don't know. That sounds wrong. Um, They seek out being famous, infamous Mm. for their deeds. I don't think that trend has necessarily hopped on Mm -mm. to South Africa just yet. Maybe a teeny little bit because I know, I mean, obviously Showmax, not sponsored, is bringing out out so many serial killer or killer documentaries that are based in South Africa. They had Butibur, they had Rosemary and Lovu. So, and there was another one. Mm. Um, Moses? No, no, no. I can't remember now. And you have Heisgenoot Ware Levensdramas, who... That's a mouthful. It is. But they do episode per episode, where the crime docs of Showmax are proper, this entire documentary. Like, Boer has... Bra- I was sitting there waiting for that next episode. Yeah. Um, so we haven't... We don't have those famous names yet. You can be, I think, a true crime buff in South Africa... Because I'm more of an international true crime buff, me too. I would say. When you spoke to me about Moses Satole, I was like, who's this? The other day, somebody spoke to me about Tabu Best. Mm. And I'm like, who's this? And cool. that's ridiculous, right? But it's because I don't necessarily watch the news. Mm. I've only recently, since we started doing research on South African cases, I've been, I've been signing up to News 24 and, you know, actually keeping track with this because... Mm. I'm like, okay, I want to see what cases come up. I want to see what is linked. I want to see... Like that Stellenbosch case that's come yes. up. Have you seen it? This House of Horrors. Yes. Girl. Can I just say, I have been researching a House of Horrors. And then that came up. So... Spooky. I am knee deep in making a House of Horrors series. Yes. Either it's going to be a three-parter full episode or it's going to be one cock-long full episode. Mm. I don't know. But I want to do 
the South African House of Horrors from the start and pull it right through to today mm. and then look at all the the similarities and all that shit. So there's that. <laughs> Just a little heads up. So I've been researching that, but we weren't able to come up with something for freaking today. <laughs> but we came up with this. So and this was interesting as fuck. Yeah. But you're right. It's crazy how people don't really know about this stuff. I mean, the one case we did, this clitoris killer, he actually stayed. Yeah, he killed the clitorises. He didn't. Well, he killed some people, allegedly. Oh, yes. He also stayed, um, like, in Bloom and stuff. And I don't know if a lot of Bloom people would know about that case. No, because the Oscar Pistorius trial was going on at the same time. And that's what the only thing that people focused on exactly. for so long. Exactly. It's the same as that Waterkloof one. I mean, yeah, I think that was a bit more well-known, but I don't think that well-known outside of Waterkloof. Yeah. And it's weird because I'm... I've been watching true crime documentaries, well, any sort of documentary, actually. Yeah. Since, like, forever. Mm. And love crime mystery books, love horror books. Mm. I am the biggest fan of Dean Koontz, okay? I know that makes me seem very twisted. I get that. I also love Stephen King. I don't care that it's mainstream, for the horror people and give a shit <laughs> we don't care what's don't. good is good yeah it's mainstream for a reason yeah um yeah <laughs> so i'm um, i don't want to say i'm clued up but i mm. know a lot more international cases and i remember when you spoke about advocate bobby my brain knows that there was an advocate bobby mm. but i wouldn't be able to tell you if that was south african my brain would be like maybe it is but i if you told me that that shit played off in fucking tennessee i'd be like okay tell me you know mm. and that's me seeing the little the little posters on the lamp poles you know mm. when the f- times is trying to to lure us to go read their stuff yeah uh that is my knowledge of south african crime and i didn't realize that we had so many twisted shadow cases and this is some twisted shit. Yeah, that's this crazy. Is, I mean, one of the most famous serial killers in um, America is the Green River Killer. Mm. This is basically that. And possibly two other. Maybe. Maybe it's all... Maybe it's the Forsavel Sugarcane Riverman. That's a mouthful and all. Yeah. Need to get him an abbreviation. Yes. But I am super intrigued. Me too. I will deep dive yeah i was gonna say first i will be up your ass about when we're gonna hear more about this yes because i am intrigued i'm invested i need to i need to find somebody that will be willing to discuss these things with me if you are i'm here discussing these things with you i'm talking about (laughs) no but listen to what i'm gonna say next you don't like me anymore (laughs) if you are a police officer or an investigator and you maybe want to hit us up on the gram and at help Thunder us Noodle. at Thunder Noodle. And you want to help us, please, if you are any form of part of the, the crime community in mm. any way and you want to be interviewed and you want to be Let part of it, know. hit us up. We are so keen to speak to people. We have a few very interesting people lined up mm. and I cannot wait. We just need to suss out how we're going to interview this because we are not professional interviewers. Mm-mm-mm. And we're probably going to end up asking them like, oh my God, I love you so much. What do you have for breakfast? <laughs> <laughs> so we're just trying to professionalize it. Yeah. 
And I've realized not everybody can handle how ratchet we can be. Mm. Yeah, that's true. That's a tough one. That is a tough one. But I will dig into this. And hey, maybe we discover something along the way. Maybe we find out who it maybe is. Maybe we link some things. We got this. We're yeah. investigators. Thundernoodle. B.I. Fucking lacquer. It's like Magnum B.I. without the ice cream. Ak is rach. I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. And I hope you have a lovely week. Yeah, me too. Manier. Manier. I don't feel very manier. I feel like I'm dying on the inside and I need really greasy food. Should I order you some greasy food? No. I'll order you some greasy food. I'll feed you, bitch. No, bitch. I'm a mama. I'm a mama. I'm going to probably feed you and ask you, are you sure you've had enough? Yes, I'm more. Yes, I'm yes, more. more. Yes, I'm more. But guys, why don't you go eat some greasy food? Yeah. Eat something lacquer. Yeah. Man, and enjoy it and touch some grass. Maybe meditate. Yes. And have some potato chips. Yeah. And if you think and that it's your going. your chakras. Yeah. And if it's going to your butt, bitch, it's just elevating your recoil when you shake that booty. Mm-hmm. May the boo- booty get flatter. No, may the booty get fatter and the tummy get flatter. Amen. Bye. Bye.